0: No, no checklist, checklist completed, completed is, going is going to save you. No checklist no is, is going to save you. you. No, no amount, amount of, of blood, sweat, and tears that you poured out in your, your life, life is, going is going to save you. you.
1: No amount of cash or worldly possessions is going to save you. You can't take it with you. You'll be dead. Buddha can't save you. Gandhi can't enlighten you. The Pope can't absolve your sins. The saints can't pray you into eternal life. Muhammad can't fix you. Allah isn't able. No president, no legislation, no Supreme Court justice, no state or nation or leader or celebrity. No one can save you because there is salvation in no one else. All right, everybody. So. Welcome. Um. So um, I have my Bible open this morning, um, and and I just finished reading Isaiah chapter four uh, with along with some other um, books of the Bible that I'm working through a little bit here. And um, I uh, so on uh, in my Bible right now it's open to Isaiah chapter four, which is very short. So chapter five is already up as well in front of me, and. I just finished my reading and then uh, jumped on my computer. I opened my computer real quick. And um, one of the open tabs was um, uh, providentially uh, Twitter, uh, which is everyone's favorite thing. Um, and uh, on, I just so happened to see this. Uh, tweet. I, I'm like, I'm at home right now. My kids are, this is an unplanned situation. I might even get interrupted by these uh, fellows at some point, but, Um, they're downstairs, uh, playing Minecraft together, trying to save fake worlds or something like that. My wife is having some, uh, girl time with some other girls right at the moment. And so, um, I I just had a minute and I was moved. I was moved, um, emotionally and spiritually when I ran across a tweet from Barack Obama this morning. So, um i i just i'm going to go ahead and put it on the screen this tweet from barack i just screenshotted it so this tweet from barack obama um from this morning is uh um the very definition of something that i i'm that is actually staring at me on the page of uh in isaiah chapter 5 um Uh, Barack Obama says uh, it's been a year since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Now, from that sentence, there could be a whole lot of uh, things mentioned. Uh, A whole lot of things could come from a a mouth uh, that would be uh, good and uh, celebratory even or uh, um, godly in uh, some sort of way, Uh, but this, uh, what you hear after that fact has been spewed is a whole bunch of just pure satanic, demonic evil. Um, He says, it's been a year since the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. Since then, 14 states have banned most abortions, leaving millions of women and girls where, uh, with nowhere to turn for the care they need. So uh, this first and foremost is looked at as, uh, I, I mean, and we're kind of used to this at this point, right? This part of the argument is this is care that women need. Uh, murdering their children is care that women need. Um, and this, this is uh, obviously, obviously, uh, from anyone that even smells the scriptures from time to time, uh, this is something that is uh, obviously not true. It's, uh, it's evil. Um, the only way that you could, the only way that a person could actually say this is if they're if they're still uh, walking around in spiritual blindness and spiritual darkness and do not know the creator of the universe um, there uh, since then fourteen states have banned most abortions I mean I don't know where all of the states are at I know North Dakota hasn't gone far enough um, uh, um, for sure. It's, it's, you know, we, Roe versus Wade gets overturned, uh, with the Dobbs decision, and we all, uh, were, um, I think, I think everybody was, uh, celebratory that day, who is a, every, every thoughtful, uh, biblical, uh, Christian was celebratory that day, and, um, and yet, I mean, the job is far from over, right? I mean, all, all that essentially did was turn the decision-making power over to states, particular states. So the states can then, um, it's no longer a national thing. It's no longer something that, that you know, fabricated into the Constitution of the United States. Um, it, uh, yet, um, you, so it's, it's turned over to the states again, basically. And uh, in that, uh the work there's a lot of work yet to be done right because this is something that quite honestly is already against the law uh it's just that there's not equal protection for the unborn under the law um the the murder taking of human life um uh, undeserved taking of human life like it's not as if the it's not as if the uh the child in the womb is uh, holding you at gunpoint asking you for your purse uh or anything like that they're uh, as innocent as human beings could be, that would be them, right? So um, they, are, they are the most uh, helpless, uh, oppressed, if we're going to use all of the fun little critical theory demonic language. Um, they're the most uh, oppressed group of humans in all of existence, uh, frankly, in all of eternity uh, I mean <laughs> since since humans have existed there there haven 't been a more innocent uh, a more helpless uh, a more dependent on others for sustenance group of people um, eh, period uh, and and that continues to be the case um, in the Church of uh, Jesus Christ, not of latter day saints that 's a cult, but the Church of Jesus Christ is um, absolutely, um, uh, against and has been from the get-go. Okay, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but that—that's it, it. Was it was uh, normal practice in Rome uh, in the day and age that the church was kind of in her infancy. The church as we know it, the New Testament church, um, in her infancy, that was um, that was something that has been uh happening abortion was a thing it just wasn't necessarily the same as today uh, there was infanticide that was pretty common you know they would take babies and uh if it was an unwanted uh, of the two genders, then they would uh, throw that baby out in the street and just let it die, uh, let, let the infant die. So that was a form of abortion or infanticide. That was a form of what we have today that happened in Rome regularly. And the church back in the day spoke out very much against that. Um, and, in fact, would, uh, would uh, one of the ministries, essentially, is that they would find these infants and they would take them in and save their lives and so really not a whole lot has changed in the past couple thousand years uh unfortunately um but this is our our states it says 14 states have banned most abortions i'm assuming that 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 would i could be wrong so don't quote me on this because i haven't looked at all the states but um in in north dakota uh there would be uh like exceptions for um like it, in the in the middle of saving a mother's life um and i mean physically not just uh saving a mother's life uh so that she can have a career or something it's not about convenience it's about actual life saving so in a situation where you're picking someone of the two to save you're going to save the mother so there's i think an exception uh, that has something to do with that in north dakota but then there's also this rape and incest exception which, though it tugs on the heartstrings, is still murder, and um, still not not really any different. The reason for abortion uh, doesn't change the fact that you are willfully, intentionally taking a human life that exists, um, and and uh, a human life that doesn't deserve to be taken, that asked for nothing from you, that didn't do anything wrong, in um, and, and and so uh, the even even the rape and incest thing. Look. Um I there there would never be a scenario um that you could use that same logic with any other crime and it not be still like it be not a crime anymore, right? Um so this the the whole idea is this, there there's there's equal protection under the law is what is actually needed. And so you could, you could call me an abolitionist, I suppose. That, that would be the, the correct term nowadays. Um, and that is to say that, look, if it, the logic is actually pretty cut and dry. It's actually pretty clear. If, if, in fact, this infant, this child in the womb is a human, is a human life, is um, uh, dig, the image of God, uh, bears the dignity that is given to all humanity, uh, if, if that is true. If that is a life, and if it is uh, um, uh, willfully taken um, uh, from from that uh, child, um, then it is uh, the logically that is simple murder. That's it's simple. That's murder, right? And so the the idea is that, um, as in any murder, all who are, uh, uh, accomplices or who actually perform the situation. Um, if it's a mother taking a pill, she's a murderer. If it's uh, a doctor aborting in a uh, clinic, uh, he, he or she is a murderer and the person who, uh, funded it, the person who's bought, whose baby is being murdered, um, all accessories to murder. Is that not logically accurate? I mean it is it is accurate. In fact, it's not even much of a viable argument nowadays if you are a um, uh, uh, an abortion activist the the most logical argument. Uh, that any of them can make is really the most evil and obvious argument that any of them can make. There's no more clump of cells talk. That's just insane. That doesn't. Don't even. Don't even attempt that anymore. If you're an abortion activist, don't even attempt that because you sound ignorant uh, at this point in history. It's not a clump of cells. Everyone knows this scientifically. Um, the 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 most um, uh, the most obvious and truthful argument from an abortion activist is um, and I've heard him make this claim, um, yes, it's a baby, and yes, I'll kill it if I want. <laughs> I mean, that's, at, at least now we're truthful, right, when when that happens. So anyway, the states have a lot of work yet to do. North Dakota is not a safe place for infants yet. Um, and as long as this abortion pill thing uh, is still being passed around and and looked at as care and all of these things as long as that happens um, the, uh, infants aren't safe uh babies aren't safe um it's it's a it's a plague of evil and um but I want you to listen that's actually i that was really just a tangent this is what I really wanted to interact with is as and make a quick point of is this Uh, Barack Obama says, it's been a year since the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. Since then, uh, 14 states have banned most abortions. Okay, that's actually good news, okay? It's not enough good news, but it's good news, uh, leaving millions of women and girls with nowhere to turn for the care they need. Um, So first of all, that's an inaccurate lie. Uh, anyway, right, on a couple of fronts. Frankly, if that were care they need, and it's not, so that in and of itself is a falsehood. It's a truth. No one needs an abortion in um, these predicaments that, that we get ourselves in. Um, uh, no one needs an abortion. Uh, and so uh, care they need is a fabrication anyway. Um, secondly, uh, nowhere to turn for the care they need. I'm pretty sure that the the um, the... Uh, satanic sultan of california has uh declared that they will pay uh your way and all of these things oh come come get your get your um child murdered in our state um so uh, this is this is something that is uh is is not true nowhere to turn is a fancy way uh to to say it um in fact the abortion pills are still uh, all over the place. It, it's it's still pretty easy, even in North Dakota, for a young lady to get an abortion pill and kill her infant if she would like, um, it, uh, despite the law. Um, Montana, uh, right next to us, obviously is uh, a state that is uh, radically uh, pro-abortion uh, overall. Obviously, not every person in Montana, but but as a state, they've they've uh, gotten some. Oddless stuff going on and um and so they're they're willing to ship out of state these abortion pills and um so it's it's actually not that difficult uh to, to murder your child if you wish no matter what state you're in um until there's abolition until there is equal protection under the law And there's danger of it being treated what it it actually is, which is the innocent taking of uh, uh, the the taking of innocent human life Um, until it's treated like that. uh, It's still pretty easy to get around it and to abort uh, your your child uh, to murder your child. So um, so it it actually, in fact, isn't leaving millions of women and girls with this so-called care. Um, and it's and it's not care that they need. So that's in, in two different ways, uh, fabrication and incorrect. Um, and then and then something some incredibly evil, uh, this incredibly evil phrase uh, is is written uh, after he says this, he says, and yet there are reasons to hope. And when when I read that, um this, this man is so evil. Uh, he is, it, it, we, we talk about it at church, we talked about it just this past Sunday. We were in uh, the first three verses of Ephesians chapter 2, you were dead in your trespasses and sins. And um, This, uh, you know, Barack Obama is here demonstrating the, the definition of what we were talking about this past Sunday. The definition of it. This this is a perfect illustration of someone who walks according to the ways of the world, who is ruled, um, whether he realizes it or not, ruled by the the um, the Prince of Darkness. Um, Satan himself has way over Barack Obama, and um, and and Barack Obama is giving way also to the third. Of that uh, evil trinity, and that is his own flesh, um, and this is this is something that only uh, imagine the mind. Um, let's let's so just to put it in perspective, okay? Because abortion is a is a, a topic that there still are some, even among Christians who are baby Christians or pretend Christians or uh, something or other, who don't really get it yet. Um, so let's put it into terms that are easily understood. Um, let's let's replace uh, abortion, the idea of of slaughtering an innocent child in the womb. Uh, let's replace that with um, uh, with uh, homicide, right? With a, a killing a toddler. Okay. Um, so let's just let's just for the sake of argument, for the sake of using logic, and and seeing uh, the evil. Um, it's been a year since the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. Since then, 14 states have banned most, uh, again, for the sake of our argument, have banned most um, um, uh, toddler murder um, and uh, leaving millions of women and girls without, with nowhere to turn for the, the care, health, the health that they need by murdering their toddlers. Um, and yet there is reason to hope. Like, when you put it in that perspective, even if you're sort of uh, uh, numb to the abortion thing or unlearned or ignorant still of the abortion topic, um, when you put it in that light, uh, uh, a man who is so far gone, who is so evil, who would say, and yet there are reasons to hope after a statement like that, um, that it is is truly um, uh, barbaric and evil. Um, I mean, like, Garden of Eden, serpent in the weeds, the great dragon evil, to say that phrase. And yet there are reasons to hope. When you actually understand what he's speaking about, the thing that he's hoping in, right? Oh, God, if we could only murder more infants, if we could only more freely murder our children. Like, this this is actually what is kind of happening, right? Only he would certainly not be praying to the God of the Bible um after roe v. wade was overturned voters in michigan california and vermont helped enshrine abortion rights in their state constitutions and governors in states like nevada hawaii and pennsylvania have signed executive orders to protect abortion access and they will pay for their sins just like you um uh, president biden president obama sorry i guess i get them mixed up they're the same person in different skin. um uh, this this is really really evil um, and then he calls in the I, I, I screenshotted more than just that tweet he replied to his own tweet and said now it's time to join the activists who have been leading this work for years and do even more uh, That means volunteering in your community it means supporting organizations like something or other uh, and and your local abortion fund that are doing great work um, And he goes on and, and on there but uh, this is this is the, like look if if um this this is uh, a man with a lot of sway in our nation still a lot of pull a lot of followings this was done at 805 a.m. he he tweeted this first one at 805 a.m. today when i'm recording this on the 24th of june and um and uh, within minutes of that, I screenshotted this, and there were already 8,164 retweets. Um, there were already uh, 577 quotes of it. There were already almost 60,000 likes uh, and 356 books, bookmarks. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see that on the screen. But um, but th- th- like it, it took no time for a whole lot of people to begin to automatically put their stamp of agreeing, uh, agreement on it. And so uh, this, this, and yet there are reasons to hope. Um, I, I think this is the very definition of what my Bible is open to here in Isaiah chapter 5. A very famous scripture says this in Isaiah chapter 5, beginning in verse 20, it says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter." Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and understanding in their own sight. Woe to those who are mighty men and drinking wine and valiant men and mixing strong drink and who declare the wicked righteous for a bride and remove the righteous standing of the ones who are righteous. Woe to those. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, Mr. President. This uh, this is—it's um, not as though he'll ever see this, but but it is a plea to repent. Um, uh, that oh that God would open the eyes of the blind. Oh that He would open the eyes of of men like Barack Obama and President Biden and those those people in our in our nation's government who have. Um, have sway, who have uh, uh, power in their words, um, who have great followings. Um, over over five million people, five and a half million people saw this tweet uh, only minutes after he. This is how many people are on Twitter. Okay, I mean it is a it is an important thing uh, to to see this uh, and and um, oh God that you would. Remove the scales from the eyes of men like Barack Obama, and i I, I hope um, church, which is really the audience of this, um, I hope that that we are not blind to what it happens here, that we're not blind to what is being talked about to what the what the world is saying around us. I hope that we do a good job of balancing. Um, staying out of the world and not being obsessed with it and, and uh, building, uh, building culture within our own families and, and within our own church and within our own city. Um, I, I hope that we uh, have a good balance of that, not getting caught up in it, but also not being so surprised by it because we are never aware I hope family that you find ways to be aware of what's going on in the world and and to 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 know just exactly what's happening here. so when someone um for instance, wears like a Barack obama t- shirt or um uh, uh, talks about anything anything to do with with Barack Obama being a good dude um I, this is what should pop in your head. This kind of thing is what should come to your mind. Because this is actually who Barack Obama is. He is evil. He is a sinner who is in need of Christ. Right now, he is a sinner in the hands of an angry God. And so what, what, what you and I have um, an obligation as Christians to know, uh, to, to, to be aware of the sinful things that are in the heart of, of people, uh, we have an obligation to speak out against as I'm attempting to do this morning, to speak out against these kinds of things. Uh, We have an obligation to pray for these people, to pray that God would show mercy on them and open their eyes so that they could see um, uh, clearly who he is and and his standards and his law and his gospel, that they would see clearly who Christ is and why Christ came um, and that they would uh, be repentant. I um, I I hope that that we are a people who uh, will um, who will you know I mean be building the kingdom at, here in our homes and teaching our own children the way that they should go uh, so that, that when they're old they will uh, not depart from the ways of God. Um, It's also just reading in in Joshua where uh, they walked across the Jordan on dry land as they did the Red Sea, and and there were the 12 stones that they set up. And the reason for setting up the stones uh, was not arbitrary. It was so that someday when your children ask about these stones, what are these stones all about, Um, it'll be a, a memorial. It's a thing that causes remembrance. It's the same reason that we do the Lord's Supper, uh, Jesus said, what? This do in remembrance of me. Um, and so, it's, uh, anytime a child asks uh, the uh, the Israelites after that, what what are these stones all about? Um, then those stones are actually functioning the way that they were meant to. They're, they're meant to pass along to the next generation, and then the next generation, and then the next generation, this great God of the Bible. And, um, and so we have a response that hasn't changed, is is my I guess point that we have a responsibility to train up our own children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, to to raise our own children, to know God, to 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 fear God. That's the beginning of knowledge, right? The, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Um and uh and so I, I hope that we are balanced, that we are that we are aware, that we are Christians who are aware. Of, of the world, what's going on in it, what, what kind of evil is uh, done and said in it, and that, and that our uh, vision is very clear as to how we are to react. We are to react in prayer for those who are under the spell of the devil, prayer for those who are still living and waiting neck deep in their sin, um, and uh, who are still dead in their trespasses, dead in their transgressions and sins. And and while at the very same time being incredibly bold, blunt, uncompromising, standing on the scriptures, the truth of the scriptures, so that when we see tweets like this, we can say, yeah, I don't think so, Mr. Uh, uh, Obama. I don't think that that's, um, in fact, I know that that's not the case. In fact, I think God says something like, woe to those who call evil good and good evil, which is the very thing that you are doing. So, um, you know, if... If by some miracle uh, Barack Obama sees this because of some way that it's tagged or something like that, then um, then you you are to repent. Um, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, uh, and and there is one God, and He uh, knits these children together in their mother's womb, and woe to the one who would. Uh, who would rip that child from the mother's womb who would abort that child whether by pill or by tools in a doctor's hand um, Woe to the one who would call that evil good and call good evil uh, and and there will come a day when it will be too late for you to repent and so I hope, I hope sincerely hope that you will turn from your wickedness, from your sins, from your uh, spitting in the face of your own Creator, and that you will um, that that you will uh, repent and believe in the Gospel of Jesus Christ. Because there is hope for you. There is hope in Christ for all who would turn from their wicked ways and put their faith and hope and trust in Him. If you want to hope in something, President Obama. Hope in Christ. Hope in in him for your salvation because he is the only way, the only truth, and the only life. And no one comes to the Father but through him. So repent and believe in the gospel. Church family, have a good Saturday.